Bob Nauer once again in Season 2, Episode 13 of, in this case, My Life Aboard the USS San Jose with Captain Munsinger and Slopehead. That's what I'll entitle the chapter, Life with Slopehead. Slopehead was our executive officer, or XO. The reason all the supply officers called the XO Slopehead, figure it out, was because his forehead had a huge slope to it, like somebody had just whacked off part of his brain. And so, whenever he had his cap on, it hung down rather profusely, like a Gestapo hat, rather than a normal Navy officer's hat. And that asshole's name was Richard, uh, I won't use his last name, but it was Richard, and it began with an A. You could have said asshole, maybe Richard Asshole. So we had Captain Munsinger and Richard Asshole. That's not his real name, but that's what we'll call him for this story. In the book, the novel that I've written called Murder on Steel Beach, a Navy Story, and also Chaos on a Cargo Ship, available at Amazon and Audible, the story that I'm going to read you is actually a very, is actually a true story. It's slightly changed, but almost everything in it is very, very true. And the reason I'm going to tell you this story is because you need to know that if you're mean to somebody or you piss off somebody really bad, they will get back at you in a multitude of ways. You know, there's an old adage that uh, paybacks are hell. That's very true. So act, uh, Commander Asshole or Richard Asshole, as we'll just call him Slopehead for this episode, I'll just, instead of saying his name, that way I won't forget and slip up and say his real name, but it's, we'll just call him Slopehead, the XO. So, in my book, it goes like this, and I'll tell you what's different. So, and, but most of this that I'm going to read you out of my novel, Murder on Steel Beach, this is true. Now, Dave was Dave Boyd, and Dave Boyd ended up being um, a senior executive service officer for the federal government, just like I did. I wasn't senior executive, though, but... We both worked in Washington, D.C. when we got out of the Navy. And uh, Dave Boyd um, was basically one of my co-conspirators and friends aboard ship. He was a supply corps officer lieutenant, just like me, when I was the cargo officer. So out of my book, it reads like this. Bob headed to the officer's country and knocked on Dave's cabin door. Dave opened it and said, what's up, Bob? I said, what's up, buddy? Is that all you have? And I have one last very important task to go ashore and to do something that I just thought up. And that will just warm your heart, Davy boy. See, the skipper and the XO just pissed me off so fucking bad that it caused me to have an explosively creative idea how to fuck them back. We're going to go back to the Pink Pussycat Club in Longapo. And we're going to see if we can get a bar girl there, one of your friends, to write some personal letters in their own handwriting and put some perfume and lipstick in the letters and say exactly what we dictate to them. We're going to make up some stories back home to the exo's wife about Richard Asshole or Slopehead and how he's been whoring around on her in Subic. I chuckled out loud. 
a little dictation from us, along with perfume and lipstick on letters, timed perfectly, will go a long way in taking care of that motherfucking asshole. So my thinking, Dave, is this. What if we had Slopeheads wife think that he was fucking around on her the whole time while he was deployed? We don't know. Maybe he is. And got one of these girls pregnant in the Philippines. That would make his wife think that he loved this bar girl enough that he got her pregnant, right? Wouldn't that be a wonderful payback to Slopehead for all the shit that he's pulled on us? It may even get Slopehead's wife so upset at him for fooling around her on her while he was in the Philippines that she'll write him back, call him, or just simply leave his ass. We, in the meantime, will have this asshole, Slopehead, so upset and emotional that it'll get him off our backs. Get my drift? Dave said, what a wild, crazily, crazy and purely evil idea, Bob. So who's going to dictate the letters, asked Dave, as he started to laugh crazily. We both will, Dave. It'll be fun. We'll pay $100 to one of Randy's girls, Bambi, or whomever we can get to write them in their own girlish handwritings. And we'll have them mail each letter at the rate of one every three weeks until they run out. We'll have a total of three or four done. It'll start to make his wife steaming mad, and by the time she gets the second letter, she'll even be more pissed off at Slopehead, and by the time she gets the third or final letter, she might even leave that fucking son of a bitch. It'll make the whole thing look so real, stretching it out over one, two, or three months and putting lipstick and perfume on it. Just think, Dave. The letters will be mailed to the EXO's home address in Guam at Officer's Housing. I already have his home address. I got it off the personnelman's computer. And it'll seem like it's a real ongoing relationship. He won't be able to explain himself out of it. I figure it'll take you and me about an hour or two to do this and get done and get back to the ship. Uh, and there will be absolutely no way of ever tracing this back to us. It's got to work. Dave said, You're fucking insane. But, oh man, you are also a creative little motherfucker. Imagine that. Fucking a fucking asshole like Slopehead. Man, my hat is off to you, Bob. I think this is going to work. I have never thought of anything quite that evil. Well, let's get going real soon as they and we left the ship. I said, I'll grab some stationery and envelopes and pens. Later, dude. I'm going to meet you back at the main deck and check things out and then go freshen up and we'll hit the beach. Later, said Dave. Well, back on the main deck, all the so-called make work used to make the skipper and the EXO believe that my division, the cargo division, was working on shifting cargo, was going like clockwork. <laughs> but we really weren't doing any work at all. It was all make work. Mac, my uh, master chief, was standing around with a cup of coffee in his hand like most CPOs, and the skipper was able to look down from the bridge on the main deck 
and see what appeared to be cargo move, being moved back and forth. But it really wasn't. It was just being moved back and forth. Captain was too stupid to figure out that nothing was really happening. It wasn't really being moved anywhere. It was just going back and forth. But it made it look like it was. That's how clueless Munsinger was. All of a sudden, the bosun's mate of the watch called out over the 1MC, USS San Clemente, now, uh, actually it was the San Jose, now departing. Four bells sounded with the BM officer of the watch, Stinger, and next came XO departing. Well, so Mutt and Jeff were off the ship. Okay, the skipper has now departed for the club. Bob thought, I thought, it's time to meet Dave at the quarterdeck, and we left. I said, have you got the extra $100, Dave? He said, don't worry, got lots of money. Okay, let's go get her done and get back as quickly as possible. So at the pink Playboy Pussycat Club, Dave asked the manager that he knew, can you send Bambi over here to our table? We want to have her do something for us, and we're going to pay her directly and give her some money. No problem, gentlemen. I see you here many times before, Mr. Dave. You are a very good customer at the Pink Pussycat Club. Anything for you and your friends. Bambi give you good service, too, I always hope. Dave replied, I have no doubt she will. We'll be right over there in that little corner. Well, in a minute or two, Bambi uh, was falling all over Randy. Uh, who was falling all over Randy the previous night, said, I hear you boys want me. Uh, you want some sucky-fucky or something? I give you good sustenance to both of you at the same time. We said, no, Bambi, we just want you to do a simple little easy job and we will give you $100. But first, you have to promise to do it for us. She said, we want you to write what we say and write it down in your own handwriting, lick the envelopes, add the address on it, and then mail each envelope as we've dictated to you every three weeks until there are no more envelopes to send. Can you do that? She said, sure, I can do that. She says, you have to number them, number one, number two, number three, and number four. You just have to remember to mail them in order. One, two, three, four. Can you do that? She said, okay, I do that for you boys. I do that, no problem. Okay, so you write down exactly what I tell you as best you can in your own English or version of English using this pen and this paper. And I said it with a grin. Bambi replies, okay. Bambi said with a very curious look on her face, uh, like, I wonder what I'm going to be writing, because normally I give blowjobs or lap dances or just fuck in the back of the lounge. Uh, okay, first you give me the money, okay? I get that first? Sure. Here's your $100 bill, Bambi. So I handed her the money. And here's 20 for your manager. Make sure your manager gets the 20 I said, are you ready, Bambi? She says, ready, pretty boy. So I handed... Bambi, the address uh, that she was to put on the envelope, and she wrote it down. I said, so when you're ready, you tell me, and I'm going to dictate for you very slowly 
what you should put in the very first letter. So number this one the first letter to um, Richard. And of course, she put Richard's full name, but we're not going to say that here. She said, Dear Richard, I hope you remember me, your Bambi girl. I miss you so much. I love our time together since we met last time you and your ship come here to Subic. I'm so happy to see you again, and also last night before you pull out of me personally again. You make me feel so good like no other man has ever made me feel before. You make love so good to me, and you last so long and hard and stay so deep inside of me. I really love you, Richard, and you love me, I can tell. You say you love me. Most sailors, they just want sex fast. But you, Richard, you love me, and you do so good and slow. I love the things that you buy me and the things that you do for me. You give me such good love and good gifts. Especially the ring that you bought for me. You say it's just a friendship ring, but what I know is real love. I want you back here soon inside of me. Please come in me soon like you always do. I love you so much, Richard, and know how much you love me because you say you always do. I will write you soon again, Richard, your love, your Bambi girl. Well, the other three letters followed much the same verse, but they got worse, sexier, and, and then they started to talk about Bambi's pregnancy. And although time didn't permit any more letters before we left and had to get back to the ship, we, she was only able to do three letters, um, we hoped and trusted that when we gave her the $100 and dictated the letters that we saw her stuff in the envelopes, that she would, in fact, mail each of them as required. Dave also gave her some extra cash to lick them, seal them with a kiss of lipstick on the outside of each envelope, and put perfume and stamps on them at the post office in Alongapo. And Bambi promised both of us to, that she would do as we asked, but she didn't understand why we were dictating these strange letters to her, though maybe someday she got a clue. Well, only time would tell if Slopehead's mood aboard ship would change, and we wouldn't know that until either he got one of the letters from his wife, a phone call, or when he got back to Guam, and that would be the sign that the letters that we dictated had actually worked. And now it was just going to be a wait-and-see game to see if this would have any impact on that asshole slopehead. So as we left, we told Bambi that uh, her boyfriend, Randy, had been beaten up the night before, but was okay, and he would see her in the future. Bambi said, You tell me my Randy boy, you tell him I love him and want him to come see me soon. We will, Bambi. You just remember to mail those letters. Now you go be a good girl and don't do anything that we wouldn't do, Dave said as we left the club. Well, she says, oh, you boys so funny. That why I like you. See, see you next time, you and O-City Sailor boys. 
So we returned to the ship, laughing most of the way back, thinking about the harm that it was going to cause Slopehead and his wife. And, well, sure enough, it did. Because after we got back to Guam and we were disembarking, normally all the wives and spouses and children meet the ship at the pier. Well, not only did Slopehead's wife not meet him at the pier, she had already left the island. She had already filed for divorce and gone back to the States. Prior to us getting back to Guam, to Aganya, Guam, he had received a letter that she was pissed off at him, didn't trust him anymore, and was going to divorce him. And for a couple of weeks, Slopehead was just walking around the ship, kind of in a malaise, just very sad and unhappy. And we would always say, hey, uh, XO, what seems to be the problem? And he goes, my wife's leaving me. So obviously the letters worked for us. Now that's actually a true story. We actually did do that. <laughs> so the the object of this story for all you senior officers out there, all you commanding officers, all you XOs, all of you assholes is... And I, and I hope you share this with other naval officers, is that when you think that you can make life miserable for other junior officers and or enlisted, when you think that you are such a fucking little prick that you can do shit like that, just remember this story. This is a true story. Because the ex's wife did divorce him, she did take his money, and she did go back to the States, and he... Even though he got promoted to a captain later on, uh, he also had to pay alimony and child support for the rest of his life. So just remember that when you fuck with other people, when you try to make life miserable for other people in the Navy, then they have a way of getting back at you. Yes, paybacks are in fact hell. Don't ever forget that. Just be nice. Be decent. Be like Captain Beesner. <laughs>